On the Record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk. We also want to talk about barristers because there might be a perception that barristers are all very well healed, they're all very well looked after and that they're all earning pretty comfortable incomes. But in fact, that is not true for many, many people, particularly those whose livelihoods are dependent on getting work through the criminal aid system. Uh, Barry Ward is a Fine Gael senator and a barrister and he's with me in studio. Um, Barry, this is something that you've been banging the drum on for a long time. Now, first of all, disclosure up front, you yourself as a practising barrister have received funding from the state to provide free legal aid to people in the criminal defence system. Yeah. Um, do you have your fingers at your fingertips as to what you might have earned in the last couple of years in that uh, front? I, I don't. I know it was published in the papers recently, but it's um, it's obviously reduced over time since I became a senator. But I, okay. I do work in the criminal legal aid yeah. sphere. I do a lot of criminal defence work where I can. And so I am a recipient of this. But it's not actually about me, what it is about. No, indeed. It, it's about a whole range of people who, as you said, there are figures published every year of people who earn a great deal of money. Mm. And that's true in every industry that there'll be people people who are at the top end of the scale who earn a lot of money. But the vast majority of barristers, particularly criminal practitioners, don't earn a great deal of money. Yeah. They work very hard for the money they do earn. And we have a situation where the fees being paid to people practicing criminal law are now at 2002 levels since they were cut at the time of the financial emergency, same with everyone else, but they've yeah, never been restored. but they've never been restored. Because I'm looking at a, a breakdown of some of the figures that were paid to practitioners under the, the free legal aid scheme last year. I know that's a title, by the way, that you dispute, but there's one senior counsel who last year received 5,563,000. 5, this is like a cash machine read. you think I'd be better at this by now. 563,745 euro they received in fees under this scheme last year. But if you go to the other end of the scheme, there have been some senior counsel who last year received a sum total of 162 euro for their work under the same scheme. Um, first of all, what are the fees? If you are representing somebody who has been granted legal aid, what does the barrister actually get? Well, there are two categories. First of all, indictable crime and non-indictable crime. So district court is different from what we're talking about here. But indictable crime, we're talking about serious crimes in the circuit court or the central criminal court with a judge and jury. The brief fee for a barrister for a junior counsel in the circuit court is €1,144, which on the face of it sounds like a decent fee. But mm. when you consider how much work goes into that, it's, it's not actually that substantial. That fee is paid once. And there will be a great deal of preparation that goes into the point at which a barrister has paid that fee. There'll be consultations, there'll be a book of evidence, which okay. is all the evidence against that person, which will often run to hundreds of pages. And, and all that bit is done for free, per se, until, well, until then you get it. It's included in the one-off fee. The first day, okay, yeah. right. Um, and then, so then, as regards then ongoing work, so the, after the briefing fee, then is there an allowance well, per day? or how There is work? if it goes to trial. Uh, obviously, if the person pleads guilty, they're then sentenced. There is a sentence fee of €247. Euro. Mm. Um, if it goes to trial, then you get what's called a refresh every day thereafter which is 572 euro most trials in the circuit court would take less than a week in the central criminal court they might take two three weeks on average I mean mm. how long is a piece of string but yeah. um, increasing what we have found for example if you look we say that fees are now being paid at a 2002 level which is you know inclusive of the 40% cuts that occurred at the time of the financial emergency so it could be 40% at that time okay yeah and, oh, yeah, and I mean, it's, it's a great deal less now, I actually I, I wasn't in practice in 2002 sure. so I don't know what the figure was 
but um, you, what you will find is the manner in which criminal trials take place now has changed hugely. And barristers have been involved in massive changes to increase uh, efficiencies. And in fact, that was acknowledged by the Department of Justice and the DPP in 2018. Mm. That would include everything from e-briefing to di uh, digital records to uh, online courts and things like that. Mm. But barristers now also, compared to 2002, have to deal with phone analysis. So the X or Y of, of a mobile phone uh, can run to tens of thousands of pages. Disclosure issues have become much more complex. The law has moved on, and particularly in the context of sexual offences, for example. So there is an awful lot more work involved in bringing okay. a case to that to that point than there would have been 20 years ago. And how much work can one barrister actually do? So you mentioned then the, the, the briefing fee for somebody who might be bringing a case to trial. I mean, realistically, how many times a year, if this is the sort of work that a barrister is in, how many times a year can you actually conceivably do that? Well, I suppose if you if you have people who are coming in and are pleading, that that is the most efficient way to do it. They're yeah. pleading guilty on the first day, and and so you can do the work out of court. There's only obviously a finite number of court hours within which, mm. um, but. I mean, if you look at the number of bill numbers, so a bill number is a, a case in the circuit court. Uh, I think last year they ran to about 1,200 in Dublin, for example. Um, there'd probably be a similar number around the country. So there's a, only about 2,500 of those fees in Ireland for all the criminal barristers in the circuit okay. court. Which maybe is what gets to, to the root of this because I've got I've managed to dig up while you've been speaking the full breakdown of fees that were paid for, for uh, 2022. By the way, this is a public record figure so I'm not saying this to, to embarrass you but you're down as having received €53,219 which, which puts you in the top quarter of earners and this is what I wanted to get to because if you look at the very top end of the scale there are some junior counsel last year who earned over half a million euro. But then you go to the very bottom end of one junior counsel. Well, one yeah. junior counsel. But there are um, there are 50 who have earned six figures and, mm -hmm. and good luck to them and well done for doing the work. But then there's quite a few who have earned significantly less than the average industrial wage. In fact, there are about 200 who took in less than 10,000 euro a year. Yeah, exactly. And the average income in Ireland is about 45,000 yeah. euros. So well, as you're saying, three quarters of criminal barristers are below that. Yeah. And that's really what we're talking about because the reality is that if you don't restore these figures, and by the way, the action that's being talked about by the Bar Council, the recommendation is for an independent assessment mm. of whether this should be restored yeah. or, or unwound or not. But if you don't do it, the danger is people stop practicing criminal law. And everybody who's listening to this is probably thinking, well, they're all defending criminals. And of course, it's not that simple because the reality is there is a direct link between the money paid to defence barristers and the money paid to prosecution barristers. It's the same. So we're massively compromising the ability of the state to prosecute serious offences, everything from an assault on the street to a rape and murder, really mm. serious things that need to be done efficiently and professionally. If people are abandoning criminal law, that isn't going to happen. Mm. And that's going to affect the whole criminal justice system and its fairness. And of course, these are headline figures which don't take into account some of the other exactly. costs that barristers incurred for doing their yeah, work. Yeah, and all those figures include VAT. Uh, they're before tax. They are essentially turnover figures. So they don't include people who have offices um, they mm -hmm. have other expenses membership involved of the law papers, library membership yeah. of the law library um, secretarial assistance um, other computers all the kind of things that you need to run a business or mm. run a professional services business none of that's included um, and it's not really about playing a violin for barristers it is about looking at the bigger picture and the fact that this will compromise our ability to have a functional criminal justice system one that functions really well at the mm. moment actually and is very good value when you compare it to any of the other common law jurisdictions in Europe we are the best value per head of capita of any legal aid system in mm. Europe but it, it delivers for people in Ireland not just accused persons who obviously are entitled to rights but victims yeah. people have been the victims of crime they're entitled to have their, their cases prosecuted efficiently and professionally um, the, the, I'm looking at a few uh, dull questions that have been put in about this and if people put in questions to the Minister for Justice they're told well basically the Department of Public Expenditure is gatekeeping on this 
And if you ask the Department of Public Expenditure, they say, well, we're waiting for justice to enact a more transparent overhaul of how business is done. Who is at fault? Um, well, I mean, I don't know. I will acknowledge that Helen McEntee, Simon Harris, Charlie Flanagan as Ministers for Justice have all said that they support the unwinding of, of the cuts to criminal legal aid fees. Um, I know that Deeper has a job to do and, and they have lots of competing interests to a judge. Mm. But in 2018, there was an independent report by the Department of Justice and the Director of Public Prosecutions which acknowledged the work the barristers have done to achieve efficiencies. And they said those efficiencies were in line with other public service efficiencies that merited the unwinding of the cuts. Yeah. But we are the only sector that is in the same place we were after the, the in the cuts after the the financial crash. But There's a fundamental unfairness in that, as well as the public policy problem. But it does imply that somebody somewhere in the food chain thinks that barristers should be made an exception of, and that if everyone else is entitled to get their pay cuts unwound, that barristers aren't. I wonder. I, where I'm that's sure that's from. true, um, but. I think it's really easy to confuse general legal services with criminal legal aid, for example. Yeah. So general legal services are completely different. They're not paid for by the taxpayer in most cases, although obviously where they're engaged by the state, they are. Mm. But criminal barristers are by some distance the worst paid lawyers in Ireland, possibly in Europe, mm. in Ireland. Um, so there is a real difference between somebody who is appearing in a criminal court either for the DPP or for the defence and somebody who's appearing in, in a civil court involved in a in a contract dispute or a commercial action, whatever it is. Those fees are chalk and cheese. Okay. Uh, as you say, that is a recommendation for members of the Bar Council to withdraw services. They are all sole traders so there was no uh, agreed sort of uh, aggregate course of action but we'll see how that goes um, Barry Ward Fine Gael Senator based in Dunleary thank you very much for coming in uh, to studio to tell us about this uh, this lunchtime On the Record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11 Brought to you by PwC a dedicated private business team built around you It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk.